Before I jump into this podcast, I do want to give a quick shout out to my friend James Bean at SeedsHereNow.com. Make sure to check out SeedsHereNow.com for monthly sales, James Bean's pocket full of freebies, and of course, easy peasy credit card payment options. To catch the latest drops from your favorite breeders, check out SeedsHereNow.com. Here we go. Welcome back, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 721 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about selecting plants for the outdoor season. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to my good friend, Rasta Bob. Let's send a big thank you. Shout out to Terp Goonie and Route 305. Let's send a thank you shout out to Canna Organic Illinois. Let's send a big fist bump to lots of trichomes. I want to send a thank you shout out to Auric and B. Bala. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Doc Grows and Peter R. I want to send a special thank you shout out to our new friend Frogman420. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to the Dad Hayes. I want to send a thank you shout out to Double D. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Jessica K. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And you know I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. I do also want to remind you guys about the Groovy Gravy Secret Stash Seed Exchange event coming up in Denver on March 26th. That's right, March 26th in Denver, Colorado. There is a seed exchange event happening uh, that will feature Top Dog Seeds, Oni Seeds, Masonic Smoker, Night Owl, and of course, Irie Genetics will be there. If you're looking for that stanky old school terp, find our friends at Top Dog. If you're looking for that Tropicana Cookies, find our buddy Oni. If you're looking for some of those Wilson Crosses, uh, our buddy Masonic will be there. And of course, if you need auto flowers, of course, Night Owl Genetics and Seeds will be there. Big up to my buddy Daz. There will also be a lot of other breeders and vendors and seed makers there. There will be glass artists, live glass blowing, food trucks. It should be a very entertaining event. I'm looking forward to it. I also look forward to seeing you there. So join us March 26th in Denver, Colorado at the Groovy Gravy Secret Stash Seed Exchange event. For more info, really easy to follow them on Instagram. Look at It's Groovy Gravy on Instagram or follow Irie underscore genetics on Instagram. I will tag them. I will post their stuff. We will make sure you can find them. I'll do my best to put a link in the show notes and the video description. I will remember to do that because I just said so. I'll do it while I'm editing. Yo, Rasta Jeff. Put that link in the show notes while you're editing. All right, where do we go from here? Ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into today's topic. It is a beautiful day here in Southern Colorado. It was the first super nice day of the year. It's been really cold. It's been a jacket and 
gloves kind of season, at least a heavy hoodie season. Today, I did not need a hoodie when I went out of the house. It was super nice. It was super beautiful. That means outdoor season is almost coming. Before we get to that, also, it was my birthday today. So I want to give a big shout out to all of my friends who sent me birthday love, birthday messages. Yes, I'm recording the podcast on my birthday. Big, exciting Tuesday here. But uh, we did have a great birthday weekend. I got to spend my birthday weekend some with some wonderful people. I got to meet for the very first time in person, I got to hug and high five and smoke with our buddy Lemur Priest. Big shout out to Lemur Priest, the captain and commander of the Irie Army. He's been part of the crew for a long time. He's a heavy contributor to the Patreon. He's a bad motherfucker, a cool dude. Uh, we hung out. We visited Meow Wolf. Uh, he brought his lovely partner in crime. I brought my lovely partner in crime. Also, we were joined by the awesome Curtis Crosses. Big up to Curtis. Also, big shout out to my new friend Lennon. Uh, we had a great time at Meow Wolf, so I had a wonderful birthday weekend. Had a The whole weekend was great. We'll talk about Meow Wolf. That's what we did Friday. Uh, Saturday, spent some time with some other people. Sunday was just me and my, uh, my lovely queen. Great birthday weekend. Wanted to say thanks to everybody for the birthday love, the hugs, the shout-outs, the fist bumps, the high fives, the gifts, all the social media explosion. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Extra thanks to anybody who spent any moment with me on my birthday weekend, on my birthday this week, whenever. It's been a great time. Big thanks. I do appreciate it. Thanks for taking a moment out of your day just to spend some birthday love on me. I do appreciate that. All right, let's move forward. Enough talking about my birthday. Uh, I said I was going to talk about outdoor growing. It is the nicest, the first nice day of the year. It made me think I better get my shit prepared for the outdoor season. Yes, I may do some outdoor stuff this year. I don't talk about it because I don't like too many people knowing. Uh, you don't need to know what or where I'm doing outdoors because that gives people too many opportunities. Too many people out there suck. So I've got to keep that a little bit on the down low until it's done, and then I'll tell you all about it. But it is time for everybody out there. If you're going to grow outdoors uh, in North America, I guess, if you're in other uh, parts of the world, you may be uh, wrapping up outdoors right now, maybe done. I don't know where you are, but in North America here, it is outdoor time. It's time to get the outdoor season planned. It is the 1st of March. We're going to put our plants out there probably mid-May, uh, early June, depending on where you are. Now is the time to start thinking about it. If you don't have seeds or clones or some sort of supply, now is the time to get on the hunt. Start searching, start thinking about it, start figuring it out. But there are many things to think about before we decide what plants to put outside, how to get them, where to get them from. Let's think about it. Um, selections. The first thing on my note here is selections. What does good in your area? Let's find a selection for you, a plant, a clone, a cultivar, um, the line, the kind of the strain is what a lot of people are going to say. The strain that will work best for you in your area. Many people are going to try to focus on hype. Uh, right now, there are strains that are popular. I'm not going to say any because then the breeder of that strain will get back to me and say, hey, you said my strain was hype. There are a lot of things that are just popular because of social media and because of the name and maybe a rapper saying about it or some shit. Uh, and it's not super quality. It looks good on Instagram. It's frosty. It looks nice, but it doesn't have uh, mold resistance. It doesn't have bug resistance. Think about more important things other than hype, terps, potency, and yield. Does that plant work in your environment? If it doesn't finish on time where you are, the terps don't matter. The potency doesn't matter. The yield doesn't matter. If it's not done before the first frost comes in your area, it doesn't matter how good that plant was going to be. It's got to get finished. If your plant can't handle heat or fog or drought or humidity or whatever comes to your neighborhood, your environment throughout that grow season, it won't be able to survive until the harvest. So don't focus strictly on terpenes, production, flavor, buzz, uh, weights. Don't think about that kind of stuff as much. It's important. Trust me, that does matter. But more importantly, the resistance, the ability, the skills of that plant, can it survive where you are? That's much more important than a lot of those other things. So 
Can that plant take the, uh, I'm not sure where you are. That's why I said, maybe it's going to get drought conditions. If you're in Arizona, it's going to get hot as fuck and really dry. If you're by the ocean, you're going to get humidity. You're going to get air coming off of the ocean with a lot of water in it. You're going to get windy environment. You're going to get fog. Can your plants handle the fog? If you're up in the Pacific Northwest, you're going to get different shit. If you're in Colorado, different shit. Mississippi, different shit. It's going to be different wherever you are. So get plants that will work best for you in your environment. Then think about where are we going to grow? Where is your anticipated space? And think about it heavily. You're going to have those plants out there for months. It's not just going to be a couple of weeks to camouflage them. You're going to be out there daily taking care of them, tending them, watering them. You've got to feed them, prune them, twist them, lollipop them, check on them, uh, manage bugs, manage problems. You're going to be touching them every single day. It's not as easy to be secretive about these plants as a lot of people would like to think. Where are you going to do this? Are you going to do it in the backyard? You're going to do it in the front yard. Are you going to do it on the side of the house? Do you have a big ass field? Where are you going to do it? Do you have a big field way out in the middle of nowhere? Where do you plan on doing this? Think this through very well. Think about from the day you plant it to the day you cut it down to the day you dry it, cure it, and smoke it. What are you going to do with this plant and the product? Have a plan now. Let's set ourselves up for success. We're going to harvest around Halloween, and we need to start thinking about it now in March. I know that sounds crazy, but plan ahead. That's the only way we win when we're growing cannabis. Don't come to the part where you're like, oh, it's day 50. What do I do on day 50? You should know that around day 30 so you can prepare, at least be ahead. All right. Where are we going to grow? Does your anticipated grow space get enough sun? Do you get enough direct sun? Are there uh, light interruptions? Are there dark interruptions? Is there a lot of shit around there that is going to come on? Lights that are going to come on during the night cycle and possibly disrupt your photo period. Uh, is there a lot of shit blocking the sun? Is there a lot of wind there? What kind of environment are you in? Are there animals? Are there pests? Are there intruders? What kind of ground do you have there? Are you going to grow in beds? Are you going to grow in pots? Are you going to go straight in the ground? Are you going to build a greenhouse? What kind of obstacles and challenges is your anticipated grow environment going to bring you? Do you have regular access to this place? A lot of people think uh, there's a hill, a mountain that goes this way. If you take that one hill by the creek and take a left, nobody will ever find that spot. Sure. Awesome. Can you get there every single day to apply water to those plants? Is that going to be safe? Also, is that a safe place for you to grow? I think that's coming up on the notes. Let's think, uh, let's look ahead. Is that compliant and legal? We're just going to jump right into it. Is that location compliant and legal? I know some of us are going to do our own thing. We may grow where it's not legal. We may be in an illegal area, but be careful. Don't grow on federal land. If you're growing in a state park, federal land, land owned by a lawyer or somebody prominent in the community, you could really shoot yourself in the foot growing on that land. It could be even worse than just growing in your own land. So be careful where you choose to grow. In Colorado, an outdoor grow must be secured and locked up and inaccessible to thieves or children or anybody like that. It cannot be available to school kids or neighborhood kids. It's got to be in a greenhouse with a lock on it where nobody can get in there. That also does work, kind of helps to work as thief deterrent. It will not be the best way to keep a thief out. If the thieves want in there, they're going to get in there. That's something we're going to segue into. Before that, let's talk about a lawyer. If you're going to grow cannabis legally or illegally, uh, especially an outdoor crop where people can see it, things may go wrong. I highly recommend you develop a relationship with a lawyer. A lawyer will become your best friend. You don't want to ever need them, but it's great to have a lawyer on speed dial, a lawyer on the team, a lawyer in the crew that's already got a bag of money with your name on it. So every time you call, you go, lawyer, this is my problem. And they just reach into the bag. They take out a couple of the hundred dollar bills or a thousand or a couple thousand dollar bills and throw it in their stack. And they go, all right, here's how you solve the problem. And then they just check out how much money they've taken out of your bag. And you both know, got a little bit of a balance with you over there. Whenever I call, there's money in your desk. So you're going to talk to me, get a relationship with the lawyer. 
this sounds crazy. Be 100% honest with your lawyer about what you're doing. If you're growing illegally, tell that lawyer you're growing illegally. Tell him where, why, how, and what your plan is. That way he can prepare for when shit goes wrong because there's a good chance shit could go wrong. That's why we've got a lawyer. Let him know what you're doing. That lawyer needs to know the details because if there's a case built against you, whoever's building that case has every fucking detail. It is 2022. They've got aerial photos. They've got documents from where your phone was. They've got everything you've posted on social media, all your credit card receipts, your car mileage, your GPS in your car, your OnStar, your anti-theft piece. Uh, something is tracking you. You're being snitched on by yourself, by your equipment, by your technology, by your movement all day, every day. So if you're going to do something, they are building a case against you. Make sure your lawyer knows every detail of the case as well so that he can help you when the time comes. I know that sounds sketchy, but you've got to think about what if when you are entering this type of uh, enterprise environment activity, you do need to be prepared. So shout out to the lawyers, shout out to the people keeping us safe on the team behind the scenes. We need them just as much as we need the growers, the smokers, the breeders, the trimmers, everybody. The lawyers are essential. All right, we have talked about the lawyer. Now I'm going to segue into a part that I don't like talking about, but this is required when we're talking about growing outdoor cannabis. You've got a big ass plant outdoors. Somebody may have seen it. Maybe you ran your mouth and told somebody about it. Maybe the one person you told, told two people, they told two people. Now like 17 people in your neighborhood know, they all know you got that big plant out there. They all know your schedule because we're humans, we're predictable. We all do the same shit all the time, mostly just because that's how life works. That plant is at risk. Somebody may decide to come try and remove that plant from your grow space without your permission. People are dickheads. People are desperate. Especially now, we had a lot of things disrupt the world. People are struggling. People are doing dumb shit to try to stay afloat. Somebody may try to come get that plant. I don't know what you're going to do when somebody ends up in your yard trying to take that plant. If you were growing illegally, my advice is just let them take it. I don't think that anybody's life is worth a cannabis plant. If they're stealing my plant from my backyard, I am not going to shoot somebody for that plant. If that is what you choose to do, that is what you choose to do. But I want you right now to take a moment and think about what am I going to do if somebody comes in that yard to steal my ganja plant? Then once you've decided what you're going to do, think about would a jury agree with your decision? If you do choose to blast somebody down because they're stealing your ganja plant, a judge and a jury may think that you have decided that that person's life was worth less than your medicine. Now to you, it may be, but does the judge and the jury agree? I don't want it to ever come to that point. I really, truly don't. But that is something we must think about. Somebody may try to steal your shit. How are you going to protect it? How are you going to deal with it? Then down the line, how are you going to deal with this for the next five years? If you protect your crop, this could be a legal case that could cause a lot of problems. So think about that before the plant goes outside. How am I going to deal with this? A lot of people in America are gun happy. We've all got a gun since the pandemic. Everybody's ready to protect themselves. Are you ready to bring that out and protect your crop? I don't recommend it. I wouldn't shoot somebody for weed plants in my backyard. If you went back there, I don't have weed plants. I live in the fucking city. My neighbors could just fucking reach over and take anything they wanted. Basically, they wouldn't. Shout out, guys. I love you. But they would see the ganja plants. They'd throw a fucking fix. I live in the, the fucking city and shit here. Uh, if they were out there and you tried to steal them, I just say, hey, man, don't don't fucking hurt the neighbors. Don't shoot any dogs. Don't fuck up the fence. Just get what you need and get out of here, bro. Just get the fuck out. Don't come back. That'd basically be my approach. That's why I don't grow outside because I'm in the city and somebody will will steal my shit. You've got to think now what you might do. I don't want to go on too much about that. Let's move forward because I don't want to think about it. Um, is, is hitting somebody worth your crop? Is shooting somebody worth your crop? Or is 
you've got to think about it now because I don't want you to be in that position and have to panic and think about it. Plan ahead. Any sort of thing when it comes to defense, tactical strategy, you should be thinking way ahead. So uh, now let's talk about preparation. Let's talk about something a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit less creepy. Our whole goal is to grow weed outdoors this year. We want to produce an outdoor crop. We've got free sunshine. Uh, we got an environment out there that is probably ideal for growing cannabis if you're in North America. So how are we going to prepare, prepare for this? What is your main strategy? How do you want to do this? Are you going to grow organically? Are you going to grow with salt? Are you going to grow, like I said before, are you going to grow in a greenhouse? Are you going to grow in raised beds? Are you going to use pots? Are you digging holes and going straight into the ground? Do you plan to amend the soil? Uh, do you plan to just water every day and put bottled nutrients into there? What is your goal? The next thing to think about is water. How are you going to get water to your grow space? A lot of people may think they're going to grow out there on that plot of land. Their uncle left them a few years ago. How's the dirt out there? How is the soil out there? More importantly, is there access to water? Do you have a truck you can load up enough water to take out there as frequently as needed? Do you have a place you can get that much water out there? Water is a big thing to think about that people really overlook when it comes to preparing for an outdoor grow. It's one of the most essential things, but you don't think, you don't realize how much water that plant is going to need. They're going to grow crazy fast outdoors. They're going to get real tall, real bushy. It's going to get a hundred degrees out there. They're going to want to drink a lot of water, depending on where you are. If the earth is real rocky, if it's real damp, they may need more, they may need less water, but they're going to get thirsty. Now, a big thing to think about, and maybe I should have talked about this earlier, but what is your budget? What kind of budget do you have? Do you have budget a budget to buy a bunch of nutrients to amend the soil? Do you have a budget for really good genetics? Do you have a budget for all of the stuff you need? Or you want a shoestring budget? Use your budget wisely. I recommend good genetics. If you don't have good genetics to start with, you cannot meet the goals you are hoping for. So start with good genetics. Like I said, the correct genetics in your environment. So you need good genes, whether that's clones or seeds, you need good genetics. We're going to talk a lot more about that in a moment. Then I would recommend getting that soil amended well. So you've got all of the things you need in the soil. I'd recommend investing in a couple of top dresses for later on in the flowering phase. Make sure you allocate a little bit of that budget for pest management and uh, pest deterrent. Maybe you've got deer or bunny or bear or fucking something else, wherever you are. I don't know where you are. You're going to have to allocate part of the budget to mitigating damage from pests. Don't forget about that. So think about the budget. Think about what you're going to need. Plan ahead. Do you have a helper? Do you need somebody to help you? How are you going to pay them? Don't fuck your helpers over. I know so many friendships, relationships, broships, bromances that are fucking dead because people have built grows together. One guy had land. One guy had plants. Another guy had an idea. And they all said at the end of this, we'll split it up three ways and we'll all win. Guess what? One guy took all the shit and now two people are mad. Those two people talk shit about guy number three every time they get a fucking chance. Guy number three doesn't have any fucking friends. Shit goes weird when that happens. Don't ruin friendships over growing cannabis. That's not what it is about. Cannabis is to unite us, to unify us. Don't fuck your friends over if you hire them to grow for you. Take good care of the trimmers. Don't be a dickhead to the trimmers because without them, your product looks like shit. Love and respect all the trimmers. Pay the shit out of them. Tip them. All right, where do we go from there? Uh, we got the budget figured out. How about security? What are you going to do for security? We talked about your plan for the lawyer. What are you going to do to keep that grow safe and secure? The number one thing that I can recommend for keeping a grow safe and secure is to shut the fuck up. If nobody knows about it, nobody can steal it. Don't tell anybody about it. Nobody needs to know. Your best friend doesn't need to know. Your girlfriend doesn't need to know. That girl you brought over that one night doesn't need to know. That dude from the dispensary doesn't know. Your friend at work doesn't need to know. Nobody needs to know but you. That way nobody's mooching off you when it's harvest time also. 
Nobody needs to know about that plan out there. If they can see it, there's a problem. Keep it where nobody can see it because that seeing that plan invites thieves. A lot of people are not thieves until you wave some shit in front of their face. If you go, hey, look, 10 foot tall weed plant, free weed, free weed, free weed for a week, for two weeks, for three weeks, they're just watching it get bigger. By the end of the fourth week, a motherfucker is going to jump a fence and get your weed and you're just taunting them at this point. So think about security, keep your shit safe, protected, uh, covered, be smart about it. I know people that say, nobody's going to jump this fence and get that. Who the, what, what the fuck neighborhood do you live in? Somebody's going to jump that fence and get that shit. I think the other way, because of where I'm from, where I was raised, that shit's going to get stolen. That's just how it is. If you leave something outside where I'm from, that's just like saying it's free. It's just putting a fucking free sign on it where I'm from. So step up your security, get your shit prepared. Also keep in mind, booby traps are illegal. If you guys set up a booby trap to protect your grow and somebody gets hurt, you did commit a crime. You can be charged with the original cannabis crime and an assault charge and a booby trap charge. Don't do that kind of shit. Also, if law enforcement were to stumble into that booby trap, that's an extra charge. I don't know. Maybe some people don't care about the rules and laws, but keep in mind, booby traps are an extra crime. You'll get an extra trouble for that. All right. Where are we going from here? We have got some of the most important part is going to start coming up now. Males and females and tested cuts is what I've got written on my list. You guys, at the end of the grow season, in the middle of the grow season, I start seeing people post really heartbreaking pictures. I see people posting six foot tall, 10 foot tall plants that are as big around as a Volkswagen. And they're super bummed out because they just found out that that boy is either interest or that that plant is either a boy or an intersex plant. This is easily, easily preventable. The, the key to this is don't run in untested cuts outside. Don't put some shit outside that you did not run indoors one time and establish what that plant is. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Is it intersex? Is it a mutant? Is it a total piece of shit? Don't put plants outside until you know what they are. I do understand that it can be challenging to acquire or obtain seeds or clones or something to grow this year. I get it. You might be new. You might be in a place where there's uh, limited or minimal or maybe no access, but still you've got to be very careful. If you put a male plant outside and you don't know it's a male plant, that male plant could flower and pollinate every crop for miles. Where I am uh, in the city of Pueblo, Colorado, we've got a lot of grows here. A lot of people like to grow outdoors. There are also many commercial grow facilities just a few miles from me. They grow outdoors. They've got outdoor grow facilities. If one of us busted out a male plant and let it just full on skeet pollen everywhere for a week, we would ruin crops, not just a crop. We would ruin crops of crops around here. And that is a dick move. Don't be that guy to let a male plant go and ruined everybody else's crop because you were not a responsible grower. I know it's hard to get the plants. That's what I started with, but maybe you can trust your friends. Maybe you can trust your, your dispensary, but nobody ever says, Hey, I might have a disease. Everybody says, no, I'm clean. And then guess what? One day you find out you got some shit. Everybody does the same thing with their plants. They give you a clone and they go, bro, my garden's the fucking cleanest. There's no bugs in there. The people that boast and brag the most about having the cleanest garden generally have the worst fucking problems is what I have learned. So be careful where you get your clones from. Uh, if they come from a dispensary, if they come from a friend, definitely expect them to have a problem. Expect them to have spider mites, fungus gnats, thrips, something of that nature, maybe powdery mildew. It is your job to treat those incoming plants for those bugs. You are now the gardener. You're now the farmer. It is your job, your duty, your responsibility to get this crop from beginning to end successfully. That is your only goal as the farmer is to harvest a successful, smokable, profitable crop. So 
You've got to get the plant and it is now your job to treat them for bugs and for mildew and make sure that these problems don't expand if they do come with the plants. Now, when you get these plants, uh, if you get seeds or plants or uh, clones is what I'm trying to say, I would test them. That's why I'm saying get them now. It is March. This would give us time to at least sex test our plants. It is very easy. Uh, you can run a small plant indoors and if you put it under 12 hours of lighting or it's 12 on and 12 off, in about 10 to 14 days, that plant will show you if it's a male or a female. Don't put the boys outside. Call them, chop them down, throw them away. Only put female plants outside. Definitely do a sex test before you put things outside because like I said, we don't want that male plant out there ruining everybody's garden. Now, something else to think about is that clone may have been tested by your friend. It may have been ran by your friend, but do you trust their selection? Uh, I like to grow from seed indoors, make my selections, then put those selections outdoors. Your first run with the plant shouldn't be outdoors. I understand that not all of us have an indoor setup. We can't all get plants and clones and test them. But ideally, you would get a pack of seeds, do a pheno hunt indoors, find the good one, then put it outside. And one of the important things I want to get to is maybe that clone that you got from your friend was awesome in his indoor grow or in her indoor grow, or maybe in his or her indoor grow or outdoor grow in California. But where are you outdoors? Maybe that plant that was selected in NorCal won't do the best in Virginia. Maybe something that was selected in Jamaica and grew amazingly there won't grow as well in upstate New York. Maybe something that grows really well in upstate New York won't grow as well here in Colorado. There's different environments, different uh, environments is basically it. different parameters, which these plants have to survive through. Find the plants that work best in your area. If you can find an outdoor grower who's been growing in your area for generations, they probably have the plants that work the best for them, for you in that area, because they know what to expect. They know that uh, around the middle of August, it's going to get real hot. And then as September goes on, it starts to get real damp. And then by October, it gets foggy. They're going to know the shit to expect. And they know the day it's going to snow. And so they know that this plant will finish right before the snow usually comes. So pay attention to those local growers and see what they're growing. Don't fall for just hype. Don't buy shit just for hype. Like I said earlier, it's got to be able to take temperature swings, bugs, uh, humidity, uh, heat, dryness. It's got to handle a lot of shit outdoors that it never got shown indoors. So make sure you're getting clones that are good for the outdoors, not just for an indoor grow environment. So if you're going to buy a pack of seeds, I highly recommend you get, I would recommend if you're going to go straight outdoors, I would definitely recommend feminized seeds that will uh, eliminate the opportunity for male plants. You do still have to keep a close eye on them. There still is the opportunity for intersex plants. You can get problems, mutants, freaks, still pay attention, but it will cut the chances in half of finding a boy. It'll cut the chances probably 99% of finding a boy is what I should say. So that'll help you out. Uh, you had a 50-50 chance of getting boys in there. You just cut that part right out of the equation. Now you've got girls. So if you're going to get the seeds, you're going to grow them outdoors. I would definitely sex test them before you put them outside. Don't just run them outside because then you're going to be heartbroken. Or if you do grow them outside, grow extra and pay very close attention and look for the boys. Because like I said, you've got a 50% chance of regular seed being a male plant. So pay very close attention to those plants you do grow outside if you did not sex test them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts, I do want to thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. 
If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. The email address is at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Reach out to me. I do love the constructive criticism and the positive feedback. Also, if you feel like the show was worth a buck, if you learned something, if you chuckled a couple times, maybe you just like to throw me a dollar for my time, all you have to do is check out www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. For anything else, check out the website at irigenetics.com. Dot com. Before I wrap it up, I do want to give a big shout out to my buddy Graybeard. Uh, Graybeard is officially running the iRegenetics Discord. We just reached over 2,000 followers, members on the iRe Army iRegenetics Discord. Big shout out to everybody who has joined. If you were looking for the Discord, there will be a link in the show notes and in the video description. I really did want to take a moment to thank everybody for joining. Also want to send a big Iri Army salute, a big Rasta Jeff fist bump to my buddy Greybeard for taking care of the Discord. That is a uh, big job. It's a lot of work to do. And my buddy Greybeard is killing it over there. So thank you for the work, brother. Wanted to make sure you got some love here on the show. He always says that he doesn't need love, doesn't need fist bumps and shout out, but Sometimes you got to send a bad motherfucker a thank you shout out just to remind him that he's a bad motherfucker. So shout out to my buddy Graybeard. Hope you're well. Hope you get a kick out of this shout out right here, brother. Also, one last thing before we wrap it up. Your ad could go right here. That's right. If you've got a product, a service, something you'd like to advertise on the show, I am opening up a couple of ad spots here on the show. I only advertise products I truly believe in. So if you got some bullshit, skip me. But if you've got a product that you think could help the community, help out the people that are interested in this show, if we can help each other, help each other, I would be more than happy to do that. Send me a message really easy. Grow from your heart at hotmail.com. I'll get you all set up with the advertising information that you do need. All right. That is really all I've got for you for this episode. Thanks once again for listening. I want to give a big shout out to the painted lady. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.